Maxwell, that song has got me craving some delicious food. Oh, if you're also thirsty, I have a recommendation. I am thirsty and hungry. Where do I go? You're going to go to the Handlebar. It's a craft beer bar and restaurant right here in Chico, and they've recently remodeled. Yeah? Is there more seating? There's more seating, there's more beers, there's a fuller menu, and better than that, they have a happy hour every day of the week from 2 to 6 p.m., seven days a week. I love full menus and happy hours. Once again, that's the Handlebar right here in Chico. Go check them out for their happy hour seven days a week from 2 to 6 p.m. And if you're wondering where you can get a hold of us, maybe to have a little chat, you can find us on all the usual social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, iTunes, all that fun stuff at Fresh Hop Cinema. Yes, indeed. Feel free to look us up, share us with your friends. Uh, if you're feeling extra, extra, extra generous, you can find us on Patreon. And that's a way for you to donate to our show for as little as a dollar per episode. Uh, or if, if, you're, if you're feeling tight on cash, like two bucks a month, if you want to limit yourself to two episodes each month, that's fine. We'll give you some awesome perks like... Uh, events, events, opportunities to weigh in on the show. Yes. And if you go hard in the paint, you might even get on the show. That's exactly right. So go check us out. Patreon.com slash Fresh Hop Cinema. And one more thing before we get to this episode, Johnny's going to tell you about what you're hearing. Yeah, right now you're hearing a song by Ali Battaglia and the Musical Brewing Company. They are a local band out of Paradise. And this song is called Pour Down. Uh, they have a show coming up. They're going to be playing the KZFR Christmas Party at the Chico Women's Club on Friday, December 15th. So if you want to check more out from her, you can get tickets and go see her live. Uh, her Facebook is facebook.com slash musicalbrew. All right, guys, here's the show. Why don't we begin? This is Fresh Hop Cinema. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Fresh Hop Cinema. This is episode 49 of a podcast where we talk about film and craft beer. My name's Max Minardi. And I'm tired. That's Johnny Summers, who's had a long day at work on a Tuesday. Hi, guys. Uh, Happy to be here, though. Yeah. Yeah. Kicking, taking the, taking some weight off. What, that's not the phrase. Taking some, kick, taking getting a load, a load off. off. That's nope, it. No, not <laughs> getting a load off. Incorrect. Taking, all right. Well, phrasing. Sorry. Yeah, we're Shoot. just sitting around getting loads off. Man, well, if you've never tuned into our show before, we, we do talk about craft beer and film. This week we're covering the new Marvel cinematic film, Thor Ragnarok, and we're drinking some fun beers from Eel River and Tyago Sequoia. Uh, our show is structured. I feel like you're about to correct me on Tioga. I've heard it both ways, actually. Okay, it's either Tioga or Tioga. I'm pretty sure it's Tioga Sequoia. Uh, yeah, we've had this conversation. That's yeah. why maybe I was just cool as shopping. Yeah, when we face. did the, the summer cool... Summer vibes. That. Yeah. Uh, well, I say Tioga Sequoia, but it's it might be either one. The point is, uh, those beers, that movie, our show is structured such that if you've never seen the film, for the first two-thirds of our show, you don't have to worry about spoilers. We're not going to spoil a darn thing that you haven't seen in the trailers. Uh, when we come into our third segment, the Johnny has named the Danger Zone. Danger Zone. You never said it like that before. I know. Um, dangerous. We, uh, Edgy. We talk about the show like we're all just sitting around after coming from the theater, and we've all seen it. And it's also when Max stops bleeping me. That is true. Um, so if if we get to that point and you've not seen the movie, go see the movie and come back and finish the episode then. Yeah, but uh, sp- spoiler alerts for segment correct. three. Yes, you've been warned. You have been warned. Before we get to any of that, though, we like to talk about our lives a little bit. So uh, strap in. We like to talk about things that are getting us up. 
Yeah, let's uh, let's explain that because that was an idea I had a long time ago. Yeah, and then it didn't stick. No, like most of mine because it wasn't my idea. Sure. Apparently, it was one of those situations where I needed to think of it. I mm-hmm. guess yes. I don't know. Maybe it was just the phrasing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not good. It's like it's like getting loads off. Right. You know, we uh, sitting around getting up. Yep. A while back, we we had a conversation about like uh, things that were uh, exciting about the world or things we found fascinating, and I, I made the phrase like getting us out of bed, like getting us up in the morning. Yeah. And that turned into like what's got you up, which, <laughs> you know, you get it. Out of context could but, be misconstrued. So that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Johnny, what's got you up? Man. Well, daylight savings time's got me down. Yep. That stupid. I'm like, you know, this game works. That's the opposite of the oh, game that we're playing. <laughs> what really grinds my gears. No. What's got me up? A couple things. First off, Netflix. Yes. Netflix has got me up so far because... Their original content has been making my brain explode lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, within the last two weeks, I binged watched all of Mindhunters and all of second season of Stranger Things whoop, whoop. and like a few new uh, stand-up specials that are all Netflix originals. What's your favorite one that you've seen? Uh, favorite stand-up? Yes. Uh, the last one I saw that really caught me by surprise was uh, a one called Too Real by Mark Marin. Ah, uh, yep. Very famous podcaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd probably heard of him if you're listening to this podcast, whatever. I don't think that's a fair assumption because I, I didn't know. hear about him for a long time. I think a lot of people that are into podcasts at least know who he is. His podcast is called WTF. Is it? With Mark Maron. See, I've never even listened to his podcast. Huh? Yeah. So I just know of him. Sure. And like, I watched his IFC show for a minute. But anyways, his stand-up special was super relatable and absolutely hilarious. All right. Uh, and also Stranger Things too. I know you're kind of on that. I'm not finished it. Okay. Yeah. You finished it? We're up to date. Oh God. Yeah. We might need to touch on that. You in the danger zone. I am down. Yeah, Spoiler sure. alerts for that. Yeah. Later on. Like so good said. though. Yeah. Uh, did you like this season better than last season? No. No? No. Season mm-hmm. one wins for you? Yeah. It's not even close. Really? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I'd love to talk to you about it. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe on a break, maybe in the danger zone. We'll yeah. figure it out. And then Mindhunters. That show. I don't know what that is. Okay. So it's a show about... The birth of the like um, serial, like basically they coined the term serial killer. Oh, cool! It is how the like behavioral science department of the FBI developed their uh, serial killer like profiling Ooh. program. Mm-hmm. It, they just bare bones to nothing, uh, and it's absolutely fascinating. There's some really well known actors in it um, that I can't remember. They're not that well known. No, but I know the main character. I just listened to a a fresh air with him on, uh, NPR. Really good actor. He was actually like King George in Hamilton. He's like classically trained theater guy, but that show blew my socks off. We watched it in, I think three sittings. How, uh, how many episodes, how long? Oh, they're roughly like 40, 50 minutes. And I think there's nine of them. Okay. Um, really, really, really good show though. One of the best original content shows I've seen in a while. That's awesome. Netflix has me up. Good, man. What about you? Uh, Well, I'm going to stick on the Netflix train for just a minute. Um, I started watching a Netflix series called Hot Girls Wanted. Um, um, I've um, seen um, that. Turned on. I've seen that on my suggested. So a while back, there was a documentary film made about the adult film industry. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't don't know too much about it because I didn't actually see it. But I did see this miniseries. And I think it's about, I haven't finished it, but I think it's about six or seven episodes and kind of, it takes apart different facets of, um, not just the adult film industry, but mostly that. Okay. Um, and one of the, one of the main writers is Rashida Jones, who you would know from Amazing. Parks and Rec, um, yeah. and, and The Office actually. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, really fascinating. There's, uh, I mean, they're all, they're all fascinating, but one specifically, I think it's episode two. 
focuses on people about late 20s, early 30s kind of folks living in a dating world based around social media apps like Tinder and Grinder, and there's one called uh, Bumble. Bumble. I was gonna say Bubble, and that wasn't quite right. No, I know that one. Yes, I, one of the podcasts I listen to, they're trying to get their sound guy a date, so they signed mm-hmm. him up for all these different. Mm-hmm. That's how, like, he's like, "How do you meet people?" And yeah. they're like, "Well, you sign up for these." Yeah, that's fascinating because that's so relevant it's to the a trip, world. Man, and this particular episode focused on there. I think this guy was about thirty nine, forty, and he's sort of in the nightlife scene, um, but very active on Tinder and that sort of thing, and it juggled the perspective from his life to the girls that he's dated hmm. and some that he's just kind of ghosted, which is like a term that has been invented uh-huh. when you just don't respond to somebody. You, you, it's like you're dead. Poof. Yes. Um, and it was really interesting seeing both sides of that coin, how people are affected by it and how it affects them. And he has this sort of come to Jesus moment by the end of it where he tried, I mean, at this point you think he's a, like the biggest douchebag. Uh, they've really rubbed that in your face. So I don't totally sympathize, but it's like the, every episode is unfolds really nicely. Hmm. Um, and it's all tastefully done. Like even the more porny kind of stuff, you don't, it's never like thrown in your face. It's, it's very good. It's actually about more than just like boobs. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. It's more about the people in the industry. Like another one, I don't, I'm not gonna, this will probably be all I talk about anyways. So let me give this one more. Bring it. Um, there's one fella and I can't think of his name or his porn name. Let's call him um, Steve. And I, this out of context, this might seem irrelevant, but it is relevant. He's a, like, he's a big black guy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the episode focuses on how he's typecast and what that type is. So he, he's a super sweet dude. You hear all these interviews with him and see him and just chatting with the camera and uh, it tells you about his life. But what he gets cast as is like the, the wild, violent. Uh, like a thug? Dominant. Yeah, that sort of thing. So there's a scene where you see him like in the, they show like waist up, but it's like him and this girl. And the skeezy little director dude is like, okay, like now, like choker and smell like we need you to look angry and mean and like. It's pretty crazy when you think about it in, in the, the corners of the internet, you see a lot of this, like the, the more, the higher you can get, the crazier it can be. We've talked about this. Yeah. Um, like the better and you get like, just, yeah, you need to be brutal and you never see this in other, he points this out in other industries. You're never like, yep, we need a black guy and that's it. Like this is black on white. We need a, a, like a large black man. Blatantly racist. To choke a tiny white it's girl. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, the whole series is like that. There's all these crazy things you never think about and probably should. That's true. Just the human aspect mm-hmm. of it. That's um, fascinating. So no pun intended, but that's got me up. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. I like it. So Netflix is really, it's got our vote this week. Yeah. Did you yes. do anything fun since last time I saw you? I was only been a week. I was thinking about that today. It's been a week. We did the thing with Wallum almost, I think it was last Wednesday. So we maybe had one yeah. day. Six days or yeah. seven, eight days. I can do math. Stuff. Um, that was fun, by the way. If you guys haven't heard our episode of John Wallum, go check it out. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, I'm looking over my One Second Every Day app right now to get snapshots. Uh-huh. I've been biking a lot lately. That's a thing. Yeah, you've been cycling. I went on a 22 and a half mile bike ride the other day. That's so far. Yeah, it was tough, but I'm alive. That's good. I don't even like driving that far. <laughs> yeah, I did it in about in about an hour 20, so... 16 and a half miles an hour. That's a pretty, average. It's pretty, pretty good. I pretty felt good, good about clip. it. And was that all mainly flat? Yeah, it was all flat. Okay. Did you just do like laps around the park? No, I went from, I went out the, I went out, this isn't going to make any sense to people that don't live here, but I went out 32, uh, left on River Road, back into town, Chico River Road. Nice. Then went out Dayton. Okay. Left on Hagen and then back to here. Nice. Kind of like by Scotty's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went beautiful. past Scotty's. It's a beautiful country. Out so there. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling very, I, I slept for like 11 hours after that. I've been eating way more. Nice. For better for Well, us. if you're burning calories, yeah. you know, <clears throat> it's like, what's his name? The swimmer guy 
Phelps. Yes. You eat like yeah, 8,000 you know, calories a day or something. Right, you burn them, dude. You're basically Michael Phelps. You got to burn it to earn it. Basically Michael Phelps. Uh, hey, let's jump into this beer. Let's not literally. No. Well, I would. I haven't tasted it yet. I might. <laughs> I want to talk. Johnny picked out beers this week. As we mentioned, we're seeing, or we saw Thor Ragnarok. And what we're drinking first is a barley wine by Eel River called Triple Exaltation. And it has a giant Nordic hammer a la Thor's Molgineer. On what, the front. Mjolnir. Yeah. I, the name of... I meant to look it up. The actual mythical name. Yeah. Um, but it's a barley wine. It is 9.7%. Um, do you want to tell me a little bit more about this? Sure. Uh, this beer was brewed in the tradition of English old ales. Theirs takes on a Northern California twist with a big, rich, malty body. Featuring rich, a rich caramelized sugar character and a delicate roasted note balanced by an aroma reminiscent of toffee and ripe fruit. Triple Exaltation will have you rejoicing for more and more and more. It's a lot of mores. That's a lot of mores. And this beer, what did you say? Eel River. Mm-hmm. So they're up in northwest California. Yeah, like sure. Very, very northwest. Oh, yeah, Like right. up on the coast. Mm-hmm. The Eel uh, River. Have you had many other beers? Uh, I've had a few, yeah. Have you had any that stood out? Um, I like their um, their organic, oh, their series, like the, just the, the bottles, 12-ounce bottles. Mm-hmm. They do an IPA. Um, I really, if you're into fruited IPAs, they do an acai berry mm-hmm. IPA or wheat, I think. It's pretty oh, cool. good. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. But they're stouts uh, and barley wines and stuff really stand out. Mm-hmm. This is really good. Is it? Yeah, I like it a lot. You haven't tasted it. Um, no, I do get a lot of what you described, plus a little bit like a tobacco, mm. um, really heavy um, maltiness to it, which is really good. It actually reminds me a lot of the beers that I tried in England, uh, less so for the alcohol content, but the feel and the taste. Okay. Like I think because we're like you mentioned before we started, these are not ice cold. Um, by the time we get to our second beer, it probably won't be cold at all. But that's ideal for the style. Yeah, and I think even this one a little bit warmer would really let it open up. Mm-hmm. But I enjoy it. I think this is really good and and label included very befitting of our week. Yes. So I'm stoked. Great pick, man. Thanks. Yeah, you did it. There was a barley wine called Thor's Hammer oh. by a brewery. Uh, I can't remember which one, but they had it at Spikes for a long time. But mm-hmm. I think the brewery went under. Oh, that sucks. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah. So big shout out to Eel River for coming in yeah. and being there. Being there for me when I needed you. There's another beer uh, made by Einstock. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It's from Iceland. Yes, which I feel, uh, maybe that's just like Americanizing mm-hmm. uh, Nordic mythology, but like Iceland, Norway, like they're all kind of the same in my brain. I think when so. It comes to this. Yeah. I don't know though. Well, I'm pretty sure the Einstock ones have a Viking on it though. They totally do. And that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. I think Viking and Norse are yeah all white dudes. That's so. That's the place to start. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know exactly. They all have Valhalla, but like, aren't they've all fought the Ven? Probably the, more than likely <laughs> uh, with Antonio Banderas. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, isn't Norse mythology from Norway? That seems like a safe bet. Or Norwegian. <laughs> oh, Norwegian. I used to think that they're like they're Norwegians, so they're from Norwegian. 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 That's how it works. It could be. We're Americans. So we're from Amerija. Amerija. Yeah. Yeah, that's awkward. What do you think about this? I really like it. I get a ton of toffee, which I really yeah. enjoy. It tastes, you know, like um, those candies, like the the Roca. You ever had like an almond oh, Roca? I've, I've actually never had one. I was thinking about that the other day. Oh, dude, it's almost Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And you're cycling, you need some fuel. That'll do it. I'm yeah. just going to feed you it's almond quick. Roca. Yeah, just nonstop. Yeah, they kind of look like cat turds. Yeah. But they're delicious. Yeah. The delicious cat turds. What I like about toffee flavor is that it works on a couple, or it can work on a couple levels. Mm-hmm. You can put it in a stout, and it really accents more of like the coffee, vanilla, chocolatey kind of notes. Mm-hmm. Or you can put it in more of like a dark fruity beer, 
and it works really well that way too. Yeah, this one's a little bit bitter on the finish, which is nice. It doesn't finish like super brown sugary, mm-hmm. which is is really nice. It it's a nice change. Finishes like uh like if you just ate a piece of toffee and then chewed on a belt. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 Or or. Or my boot. Or your boot. Yep. You're sweet. Are those Red Wings? Yeah, man. Those are so Have we good. talked about this on the show? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I couldn't remember what kind they are. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're well, full and well broken in now, too, which I really like. Yeah? I went on a crazy Instagram, like, search the other night. I just looked up these boots, like, seeing how they wear over the years. Oh, really? They hang in there pretty well, but they take a beating. Yeah. But I'm, I'm they, like, made me, I've only had them for, like, a month and a half, but I fell in love with them again. I've heard Red Wings take a, take a, a hefty beating. Yeah, dude. They're good. You can. Buy Red Wing shoes. If yeah. you can. And in case you guys wondered, we're totally getting paid by Netflix and Red Wing Boots. Yeah, in case you're wondering. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. God, I wish. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, man. That would be really cool. Wear these boots. We'll give you money. That's a thing that people do. Yeah. We should get sponsored by Red Wing Boots. The trouble with our medium here is that we're not really visual. So yeah. like, model our boots. All right. Well, these boots look yeah. really good. <laughs> look at these boots. We, Dude, you could yeah. start like an Instagram page that's just beers and boots. Yeah. You could just... Like, yeah. Bourbon and boots might work better. I don't know why. Or bourbon, beers, and boots. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's better. That's BBB. That's better than the, the BBC. What were we saying? Uh, beer, bourbon, and uh, bacon, bourbon, and there was a C, and we got BBC out of it, which... Yeah. Don't Google that. Yeah, unless you're in England, because then it's a news network. Or you want to get choked. Right. Call back. <laughs> Here we go. Anyways. Let's talk about let's talk about Triple Exaltation. Let's give it a rating. Yeah, overall this beer's really good. It's a solid barley wine, super solid, and this is one that's only going to get better as it gets older. Agreed. This is this year's. They had last year's, but it was a barrel aged old ale, and I prefer barley wines over old ales. But I mean, this is a bottle you could sit on for a couple of years, and it would just get a little bit smoother and probably a little bit more well rounded. But overall, this beer's really good for what the style it is. I really like it. I'm gonna give it a seven point nine. Pretty pretty damn good rating. Yeah. I am I am torn. I'm right in that neighborhood too. I'm I, I almost want to go into the eights. I think I'm gonna go into the eights. Oh. The low eights. I'm gonna say eight point two. Okay. <laughs> I always like these moments where we like debate over the, the decimal place. Yeah. I, I feel like always announcing that it's like whose line is it anyway? Right. Where the you know, the points don't matter. Exactly. It, it's, it's all arbitrary. We don't know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. But eight point two is what I'm gonna say. I like it. You said you said seven nine, right? Yeah, I'm jotting it down this week. Okay, where's your notebook? It's over here, but okay. everything's so out of order now. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to it. Though. I'm gonna start taking because I want to look back on episode 100. I want to look back and and rank all the beers that we've done. Oh, that'd be fun. It'd be way fun. And then, or yeah, and then have like all of our tens or nine point five and higher, and then go back and revisit them and see who wins in one episode. Sure, let's oh, do it. God. Bonus episodes, Patreon, do it. Yeah, I'll throw up again. What? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Beer camp across the world. world. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So Eel River, Triple Exaltation, 7.9 from Johnny, 8.2 from myself. We're going to jump to a quick break, come back with our second beer and our intro to Thor Ragnarok. So please don't go anywhere. Young Maxwell, I have a problem. What's that? I'm thirsty. I think I have a solution. I am craving some delicious beer. Okay, say no more. What you need to do is go down to Spike's Bottle Shop. That's right here in Chico on 1270 East 1st Avenue. That is amazing. Do they have a good selection? They have, I think, one of the best selections in Northern California, and they've partnered with the show to give our listeners 10% off just for knowing our super secret password. And if you think back very far in your brain, I think you know what that is. Might be FHC? It is FHC for Fresh Hop Cinema. 
So please get on to Spike's Bottle Shop, 1270 East 1st Avenue. Say FHC at checkout and get 10% off. Oh, and that was a lovely break, but it is time for more. It's time for more beer and it's time for more Maxwell. Welcome back. Hi, Max. Hey. Missed you. I missed everybody listening because I spent the whole break with you. Yeah. This is nice. That's true. We finished our other beer. We're going to have our this beer, uh, but before all that. Before all that. We're going to sling some knowledge your way. Yeah, we have to talk about this movie, uh, and this is where Maxwell gets to do a sweet radio announcer voice. Yeah, I'm not, like, ever since we made it a thing, I'm less prepared than I usually am. Get um, it together. I mean, it's fine. Like, it's just not as not as structured. Anyways, let's talk Marvel. See, they didn't know that until you told them. No, I just like to be honest, you know? Um, Transparent podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, let's let's talk about some Marvel stuff, and then we'll talk about honesty. We? Yeah, I'm I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we're talking about the seventeenth film, mm-hmm. uh, Thor Ragnarok. They've been hitting it hard. Yeah, in the Thor universe, this is film three. Okay, it was Thor. Probably had a part of a name that I don't remember. Then it was Thor: The Dark World, mm-hmm. and now we're at Thor Ragnarok. And this movie came out just a few days ago, four days ago for us on November third. Uh, it runs just over two hours and 10 minutes and we'll get into whether or not it felt like two hours and 10 minutes, I think later on. And this is the shortest Marvel film to date. Get out. Yep. Is it really? Fact. How'd you know that? Uh, NPR. Nice. Shout out to pop culture. culture Always. Um, this film is directed by Taika Waititi starring Chris Hemsworth as Thor, Mark Ruffalo as Bruce Banner slash the Hulk, Kate Blanchett, um, basically reprising her role as the evil queen from Lord of the Rings in a weird way. Jeff Goldblum, Tessa Thompson, Carl Urban. Really? I didn't know that. I'm just reading the list here. Uh, he was in Game of Thrones. Mm. Which would explain why he was in a couple of the trailers. Interesting. Kate Blanchett wasn't evil in Lord of the Rings. Not for most of it. Yeah. But there's a point where Frodo offers her the ring. He's like, take the ring. And she's like, instead of a benevolent, you'd have an evil sorceress more yeah. powerful than the... <laughs> you can go watch the movie. That was awesome. Um, Anyways, uh, also Tom Hiddleston and Anthony Hopkins, uh, and some some very I was I was moved by some performances by Idris Elba, mm-hmm. and a cute little cameo by Benedict Cumberbatch in the form of Doctor Strange. I loved it. Uh, it's it's no no secret that these movies tend to do really well in the box office. Um, in the U.S., it did 122 million, actually 122.7 million opening weekend, which is great. Um, I think that's about about the stuff I wanted to cover. Okay. Um, if I can find the budget here, I'll, I'll toss that in a moment. But <laughs> it's probably a lot. It's $180 million, Found it. Okay. And so, I wanted to just throw in a little caveat. This is the third Thor film, but it's the third standalone Thor film. Correct. He, Thor as... Was Chris Hemsworth? Yep. I always get the Hemsworth brothers I do too. Up. But yes, it's Chris. Hem, I'm just going to say Hemsworth. Sure. Um, it's his probably, what, fifth or sixth appearance? Yeah. Did all three oh. Avengers. Was it all three? Yeah, is I guess two, it have to be. Is no, there three or two? Mm-hmm. There's there's Avengers one, obviously. There's uh-huh. Avengers: Age of Ultron. Yeah, and then there's Civil War. That's Captain, Captain America. America. But he's also he in, was that. in that one. So he's been That's in a crazy, lot. Man. He's been in a lot of of the Marvel movies, but this is the third standalone Thor movie. Yeah, this is tough because we're not we're not crazy Marvel nerds. 
not um, i think we've talked about this a couple times yeah like we i think that you and i together talk like even as friends like we talk about marvel when these movies come out there's yeah. people that are they will know this obviously and are probably screaming at whatever they're listening on like no he's been in six yeah or whatever no we have uh i've got a, a buddy of mine in particular mm-hmm. that i talk about marvel all the time because he's always like no this is actually how it's supposed to go does he listen to this yeah cool he's have actually him. a member of patreon sweet have him uh austin yeah uh let us know how many movies in the Marvel universe that Thor has no, been No, don't in. get him started talking about No, I'd love to hear. Stuff. Yeah, man, write us an email. We never get emails. FHCcast at gmail.com, everybody. Do it. Anyways, um, I want to throw out a caveat as well then. Um, I've seen this movie twice. Yeah, let's talk about this. This feels more dangerous than appropriate. It's fine. No, um, right now you're entering a world of pain. All right, well, I guess then before I get on personal tangent here, let's talk about our beer too. Let's oh. let's, let's preface our beer so we can sip it while we're, while we're expounding. Well... Okay, so beer. Yes. Tioga Sequoia. All right. Midnight Lightning. There's a fun little story about this beer and why it's called Midnight Lightning. Uh, I'm going to read the description on their website. Midnight Lightning Imperial Stout. This full-bodied American Imperial Stout gets its name from the famous bouldering problem at Camp 4 in Yosemite National Park. Time out. There's a place called Camp 4 in Modesto and Yosemite... Uh, paraphernalia is all over the room. So now I understand where that reference came from. Reference in a reference. Sorry for cutting you off. Nice. I like it. Uh, the featured chalk lightning bolt is drawn on the rock and on our label to mark the name Midnight Lightning. So basically it's when a boulder tumbles down and like hits a rock. Mm. It leaves like a chalk mark on it. I okay. Guess. Yeah, sure. That's what it sounds like. Uh, so Midnight Lightning. It is an elegantly robust stout. It's made with dark and roasted malts that give off characteristics of dark fruit, chocolate, toasted wood, and espresso. This beer can be experienced fresh or properly cellared for up to five years. Enjoy with a nice, robust cigar or a rich dessert. Fair enough. Uh, it's clocking in at 11.8% ABV. Let's go. And 70 IBUs. Sweet. So it's actually got some hops in it. Yeah. Yeah. Have so, you had this before? I have. Cool. Yeah. It's worth noting, because uh, we said it about the triple exaltation from Eel River, Johnny picked out this beer as well, thematically related to Thor because of the lightning bolt. As we all know, Thor is yeah. god or lord of thunder, depending on who you ask. <laughs> okay. There's lord of thunder. All right. Yeah. I loved um, it. <clears throat> all right. So let's talk about the first time young Maxwell saw this movie and why it sure. needed a second viewing. Here's the thing, guys. As you know, here at Fresh Up Cinema, we're a professional, and in the past several months, we've been planning ahead for what movies. We don't just decide like the day before. No. We, We've had Thor planned for a few months now, which gave me a few months. We've had it like I've had it in my notes for since uh, giving us a lot of credit I since think sep- made- sem- September. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, when he says September, we sat down like the last week in September. Oh no, no, no! Because you remember? No, we sat down and we planned out November like a week before it started. And you remember we were looking at the movies and you were like, "Do we have anything that day?" And I was like, oh, "Wait, the only day I have planned is Thor Ragnarok." Oh yeah, yeah. So, so you—it's it's not typically this far ahead, but to be fair, is. you planned it long before I was involved. That's true. Yeah. I'm like a darn leader. Like a chess master. Goodness gracious. Um, Bobby Fisher mm, podcasting. Hmm. I don't know who that is. Sorry, I laughed because we're out of, out of uh, <laughs> was out that of a, solidarity. Was that a courtesy was like a, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a clever, witty reference. Sorry, who is that? Uh, Bobby Fisher was a chess champion. And I okay. want to say the early 80s, maybe late 70s, but they made a movie about him called Finding Bobby Fisher. You're a nerd. Why? Okay, that's just it was a great. I didn't know <laughs> so him nerdy. as a. I didn't know the chess player. I know the movie. Well, that's fair. 
the famous movie called Finding Bobby Fisher. And we're talking about a comic book movie, like a nerd, I think, in this context. Yes, <laughs> right? It's like a compliment. You know a like movie a, yeah. about a chess guy? That's just yeah. nerd. Um, okay, so the point is... We're professionals. I had time to see it before last minute. Yeah. So I saw it on Saturday. That's been nice, right? Yeah, it's been great. I saw it Sunday. It, it was gives very, us, yeah, it gives us opportunity to like pick up beers and like very it's, casual. It's, it's good. Yeah, yeah. I saw it with friends. Okay. If you listen to the show, you know that most of the time, you see it with Shalina. You see movies with Shalina a lot. Right? Yes. Well, I see them by myself most of the time. I see them on Tuesdays around ten fifty in the morning. Okay. <laughs> and I get put in theater five in Chico, Cinemark Chico. If you're listening, fix theater five. That theater sucks. Is that jacked? Yeah, dude, it's the one with like all the wet chairs always, and like the speakers are blowing. Is it out. still like, wet? Probably. Why is that theater still it's just, wet? It's, I hate theater five. We were in theater three. <clears throat> we were. In, I was in theater nine. Okay. Well, two different times. Maybe. We'll get there. Maybe it was nine. Was it the one straight down the hall? Left or right? Left. No. Okay. I think that's theater four. Maybe. Whatever. None of this matters. <laughs> what does it. matter is on Saturday I went to see it. I had a couple beers at home. We stopped by the Winchester Goose. To have a couple beers because we were early for the movie. So you're with friends? With like, friends. Like a group? Six of us. Total. Okay. So yeah, a group. That's a gaggle. A gaggle of, yeah, geese. That was a goose reference. Yep. Um, oh, that was funny. Yeah. I'm sorry I didn't catch it. That's that was all, really good. It's all right. I meant to catch that. It's okay. <laughs> I meant to be clever, I but meant I just to, yeah. forgot for a second. Uh, no. So we had beers okay. and we're going to the movie. Somebody suggests, hey, we should get like a bottle of, of, of liquor. And... I'm I'm comfortable being the lone wolf. I go to movies sober at Tuesday in 10. At 10? I was trying to say at on Tuesday. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're at 10 a.m. Tuesday morning. Yeah, so like guy. it's a sober movie. I'm, I'm a sober movie guy because I have to remember the movie. Exactly. Take notes, whatever I got to do for the podcast. It's a whole different experience watching movies critically. It is. Yeah. You got to pay attention. And I've noticed when I make a cocktail in a clean canteen and sneak it into the movies, mm. those movies always get way better ratings from me. Is that true? Because, well, I'll get to the end of my story here. Yeah. Someone's like, get alcohol. Perfect. So we go across the street to the CVS, I believe. Mm-hmm. And the reason we went, we went to Trader Joe's first, but Trader Joe's has big, big bottles for like families at mm-hmm. home. <laughs> so we're like, we'll go to a sketchier place to get small bottles. Yeah. There were no small bottles, just big ones. Yeah. So they got a bottle of vodka. I got a crown apple, the smallest one I could find, because I was like, well, some sipping. I'm not going to mix with anything. This is great. It's perfect. Yeah, crown apple is great just for sipping straight. Turns out nobody wants to drink the crown apple, so it's just me. Oh, no. Everybody's mixing their vodka with their Sprite, but I'm here with my crown apple wrapped up in a flannel. I love it. I loved it, too. Let me tell the folks how you drank that. So, like I said, not mixing it, but it's a family. Like It's, it's Thor. Kids are there. It's a Saturday night. Everybody's at the theater, the cinema. And I don't want to bring a giant bottle of booze to my face in this motion, mm-hmm. right? Imagine drinking something. Yeah. So I was like, oh, here's a good idea. I'll steal the straw from the vodka Sprite and I'll just stick it in my crown. Mm-hmm. So I was hugging my flannel of crown with my face down. I see you just with a like a, basically a juice box. Just, yeah, like a juice box of crown apple. <laughs> and the crown apple, if you've never had it, is very sweet. Yeah. Very drinkable, even oh, for yeah. people with an aversion to alcohol. It's like apple juice that gets you <laughs> white girl wasted. And I was drinking it like it was a soda pop. Yeah. And I woke up the next, I remember, I, it's not that bad, but I was reflecting on the movie the next day. <clears throat> I couldn't remember... What happened? You didn't know anything. I didn't know who the like. I remember Kate Blanchett was in it, but like, and I, I forgot that she rides a wolf. Um, I forgot about all the side characters. So the movie was like super spotty. I had no idea what happened. Amazing. So that was Saturday, and then I got to thinking, like, shoot, I have to see this movie again. Did you drink the whole fifth? 
I think I drank about half. Wow. Maybe a little bit more. I left, so I left the, the bottle wrapped in my friend's flannel. Okay. Under the seat when we left. Oh. I left my wallet. <laughs> you, like, <laughs> well, because I have a system. Like I put my phone, my wallet, my keys on the cup holder, mm-hmm. right? Two in, two in and the keys hook. And then my drink on the other side usually. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's usually my water bottle. Mm-hmm. But I had my phone in my lap because I was trying to tweet. I was tweeting at you yeah. from the podcast tweeter. Yeah. I uh, was wondering why it was so aggressive. Yes. Bourbon. That's and why. So I had my phone in my lap and I didn't have my keys that night because I didn't drive. Thank you. That should have gone without saying. Yeah. Obviously um, responsible. But yeah. So the only thing in the cup holder was my wallet. But when I did my checks, I was like, oh yeah, I don't have my normal stuff. And I was drunk. So I was like, I think I fell asleep, by the way. I missed. <laughs> there's people going to see Thor. There's two after credit scenes. And I was told in the bathroom when I get when I went to, I, somehow I got drew the short straw getting new popcorn. So okay. I went and I got new popcorn. Also went to the bathroom before that. And some dude was like, hey, are you seeing Thor? I was, obviously, I was seeing Thor because uh, it was that time of night and it was Saturday and that's what people RHC mm-hmm. probably. And he was like, hey, there's two after credits, post-credit scenes. Nice. I was like, thanks, dude. Appreciate it. I'm going to get more popcorn. And I did. And I slept through the post-credit scenes. Nice. <laughs> Didn't know what they were. So saw him again today. Pretty glad I stayed, I guess. It was fine. Okay. Anyways. So that was... The initial experience. That was, yeah. And I saw it again today. Okay. 10.50 on a Tuesday. Nice. Very good. Beautiful. I actually, the reason I went to see it again uh, was because I watched the trailers and read some interviews. I was like, yeah, this looks like a good movie. I'd love to see this. And then you're like, sounds great. Crap. I've already seen it. All right. I was like, I got to go. So I went. <laughs> oh, I, only other major difference. Saturday, I saw it in two dimensions. Mm. Today, I saw it in three. Which did you prefer? It's hard to say. Yeah. Right. Sure. But I think I, I mean, liked it was better it, two. Was it in two dimensions on Saturday? Not really. Yeah. No. Could have been three. I was like, yeah, today I was like, this reminds me of Saturday. Why are there two Thors? Um, so I'd like to talk a little bit about yeah. my movie experience. Please. I went Sunday evening or afternoon. I think it was, I think it was the 120 show. Sure. Very family friendly hour to see Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh, you can go one of two ways with that. The adorable laughter of children. Oh, no. Or the incessant whining, crying, and talking of a family that brought two children under three. It was neat. This is tough, man. It's a tough, tough topic here. Yeah, it was. Uh, luckily, the family was very courteous, and if one of the kids was getting a little riled up, they would just take them out. Yeah, so, like, good. they were cool about it, but that poor fam, that poor mom and dad got up like mm-hmm. seven or eight times. But, like, mad respect because, quite frankly, if you've got children under three, movies shouldn't be on the table for you. Probably not. Movies and restaurants that have white tablecloths, just, no. (laughs) They're just not in the cards for you Tablecloths in general. Yeah. No. To be fair, I get, like. Applebee's. That's where you go mm -hmm. when you have children under three. Applebee's in the drive-in. Yeah. Or Logan's Roadhouse, maybe. Let them throw some crap on the floor. Perfect. So it was. At moments, adorable, because there was, you know, the six, seven, eight-year-olds that were like, yay, Thor. Right. You know, it was really cute. Uh, but then there was those little things. Life is interesting that way. Today in the theater, there were two people behind me, and I didn't scope them out when I sat down. Mm. They weren't directly behind me, because I wouldn't obviously sit in front of people. That, That's a rude move. That is uh, that is. If you sit unspo- directly in front or behind anybody, you're- Screw you. Unless the theater's full, obviously. You gotta obviously. Sit you gotta sit. But, but if it's like two <clears throat> rows with like, there's two people in one row and you pick the row in directly, front. Directly? Like, come on, dude. Yeah. Anyways. It's turn- like the, I'm sorry. That's like a uh, a buffer stall. And if you're yeah, a man, totally. you know what I'm talking yeah, totally. about. I just, yeah. Anyways. Um, so I didn't see much about him. I was like, all right, I'll sit a couple seats away. I sat, I was sitting in the middle of the theater. Um, so I sat 
one seat away, one row in front. So not in their way at all. Oh, wow. So you weren't even in the row directly in front of no, them? No, I was. Sorry. Oh. That was the row, but like one so seat over. So one... not in their line of sight, nothing. Sure. It's fine. Okay. Turns out these folks were chatty, but, oh. but not normal chatty. They were like, like Thor pride chatty. So, but they were weird. Thor pride? They were really into the movie. Okay. And it, it doesn't occur to me until much later why this is. And I'll tell you in a moment. Are they white supremacists? No, they're white. Not, doesn't matter, but. Okay. Every time something either just happened or was about to happen in the movie, they said it. They like called it like they were making a huge discovery. Um, Example, there's a thing in Thor that transports people from place to place called the Bifrost. Mm -hmm. At one point, someone's like, we'll take the Bifrost. Thor lands on the Bifrost and the lady behind me goes, Bifrost. And I'm like, yeah, like that's what they said. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of moments like that throughout the thing. Um, there's a scene where um, you see Loki for the first time, and then she's like, Loki. So I was just like, all right, you're just into it. Turns out these people were very old. Oh. They were like, and they were like 75. And sometimes they called it before it happened, and they were just so pumped. They're that's, like, ah! That's actually really sweet. I know. Oh my God. Yep. That's adorable. Yep. Okay, you can't even be mad at that. Right, same with like like the eight-year-old or the parents that take the kids out. Like you're doing the best you can. Yeah, so. exactly. Great. But oh my God, that's adorable. So was that it was a, like a husband and wife? Yeah, they were just like old people. Oh, super retired. Here's the just, other thing. Oh, I love it. They stayed for the first post-credit sequence and then the husband already left. She got up to leave mm-hmm. and I knew there was a second thing coming. So I turned around and looked at her and I said nothing. And I turned back around. <laughs> you just looked at her? I just was like, I should say something. And I didn't. You just looked at her like a creep. Yeah, I don't know what's happening to me, but I'm like getting older and jaded. And I'm like, she can, whatever. doesn't matter. She doesn't have much time. Left. You know? Yeah. She doesn't. <laughs> she's got By other the time stuff. Infinity War comes out, she's not going to be around. She's got other stuff to do. She's <laughs> not going to see the gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Oh, terrible. I had a very enthusiastic <clears throat> person in my theater, as well as children. Hit me. I had an overlapper. Ah, oh, damn it. We hate those. Ah, but luckily he really only let it rip like a couple times. Sweet. But it was just at stuff that was so like barely amusing, but mm. it was like belly laughs. I love that though. I can't get mad at that. I know. I'm like, like you think whatever you think is funny is funny. Good exactly. for you. Humor is like, so subjective, but I'm like, dude, mm. all right. Like it. Good for you. Yeah. Like you're getting your money's worth for sure. It, it just amuses me, but it's one of those, like you kind of just chuckle and you're like, really? Mm-hmm. Like I laugh more at him than at what happened. Yep. Oh, oh, that's amazing. When we get to the danger zone, I'm going to ask you what the funniest part of this movie was to you. Okay. Um, but in the meantime, let's revisit this beer. Yeah. Cause well, I'd love to talk about it. Or just it. visit it. I've been yeah, flapping I mean, my jaw. Yeah. Both of us. It's good though. So again, this is Tioga Tioga Sequoia Midnight Lightning. Mm-hmm. Uh, an imperial stout that is good mm-hmm. to you? Yeah. Okay. It's not great. No. It's not great. Okay. I'm going to go ahead. I don't think I've tasted mine yet, but why do you mm. think? What, what do you want more of well, you, or less of? You drink it first. I don't want to impregnate your mind with my negative emotions. Hmm. No, I'm it, with you. It, it could be a little bit sweeter. Yeah. Um. It, it's also... Are you lacking body as well? I look a little bit. Obviously, they do a barrel-aged version of this, which right. I would probably be far superior. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
we are, I, I don't know, I can't speak for you. I'm pretty spoiled when it comes to stouts. and I, You can speak for me. Okay. We, we're pretty spoiled as yeah. far as beer goes. We drink mm-hmm. barrel-aged stouts that are just like nectar, a, a warm, like fur cloak. Nectar of the Lords. In your mouth. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're just nice, and they they hug your face. It's beautiful. But this regular stouts, non barrel aged stouts, have a tendency to be a little thin uh, and a little bit less sweet and full body. It's mm-hmm. just a fact. Uh, that is something that the barrel aging process gives. It gifts to stouts. It's mm-hmm. a gift. Here is some bourbon deliciousness. Indeed. Um, and this this beer definitely could use that. It's really just a stout. You know, it's, yeah. it's a yeah, stout. Yeah, I agree. And I, I mean, it's good, but it is a stout. I would order it over a porter on a menu if there was no other stouts. You know, I think porters get a bad rep for that. Like, I don't. I don't know. There's some good porters. And I don't there think are. the porter should be held to the same way that I don't think pale ale should be held to the standard of an IPA. Like, you can have a delicious pale ale. That is, it's not like, it's good for a pale ale. It's a good beer. Yeah. I think you can have a porter that's just a good beer. It's not. It's good for a porter. Yeah. The people that want to speak <clears throat> about styles and beers that way should probably just order porter, I mean, stouts and IPAs. Yeah. Not order a pale ale and expect it to be I mean, a, that's an true. IPA. Yeah. But they, yeah, totally. You know, the unrealistic style expectations, you know, just because you want a beer to be something. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Calm yourself and enjoy a beer for what it is. I mean, we can make the argument about what we're drinking right now. Like, this isn't a barrel-aged stout, so let's yeah. enjoy it like a stout, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, See, my problem is I don't remember how to enjoy just regular stouts, and that's a total beer snob thing to say. And I apologize if that comes off as potential snobbery. but it's, well, It does, but I'm, you know. I mean, it's not really. I just don't drink them much anymore. It's really more just personal choice. I don't drink a lot of Pilsners either. It doesn't uh, mean they're bad. It's just what you put in your mouth. I hmm, I don't dislike this. I don't dislike it either at all. <clears throat> and I'm, you know, I have to judge it through the lens of being a regular stout, not a barrel-aged stout. And that being said, it's very above average. I mean, I've had I mean, think about just like a a plain stout, you know, not barrel-aged. Like what yeah. what I mean, whatever you've had recently sure. that you could compare that to. It definitely Hold this has tone. got some stuff going on. Yeah. Also, it's could be a little bit warmer. Mm-hmm. So. But I, I do like that it's not necessarily a stout that is relying on any adjuncts to be better than it is. Exactly. So many stouts, stouts that you see have, you know, you know what I'm saying. They have cayenne and cacao, oh, cacao. and vanilla and cinnamon and nutmeg, and then Ma- there's like beer in there somewhere and maple and maple. So many stouts are doing maple, which I love. It's great, but yeah, no, uh, I've said it before. Like sometimes it's really good to just have a beer flavored beer. You know, yeah. and the malts in this give it a real nice roastiness. Mm-hmm. Definitely a lot of coffee bean, a lot of dark chocolate. Um, I see what they're saying when they said like the the toasted wood. Yep, it had like a burnt has like a burnt wood um, kind of aftertaste to it, almost like a char. Um, yeah, I think there's something really nice in the simplicity. Same with a pilsner, like you were saying. Yeah, um, I do drink a fair amount, and I think that when you have something so naked, mm-hmm. like. You can dress any beer drinking hairy man yeah. in the highest fashion and he'll look good, probably. Uh-huh. As soon as you strip me naked, it's like, oh, look at all those things wrong. Yeah. Like a stout like this, you're faced with what it is. You're left with the bare bones of a stout. Are you comparing this beer to your naked body? Yep. I like it. Yeah. Ah, this beer just got a better rating. <laughs> um, but really, like one of the things I think this beer does do well at 12% is hide the alcohol. 
I don't, yeah, exactly. 11.8, but yeah. Same difference. Yeah, I, I agree. It definitely doesn't taste hot. I think this beer does what a good movie also does, and it knows what it is. This beer says 70 IBUs. It knows it's bitter. It knows there's a dark chocolate aspect. It knows that it's strong, and it knows where it's coming from. And I think I think it's actually really good. I think it's simple, and I think that's a good thing in this case. You know, it's good mm-hmm. sometimes. I think it kind of goes back to what you were saying about Pilsners and a beer being naked and just being straightforward, you know, and it is a straightforward stout. Here's something I don't know. What's the price point on this 22-ounce bottle, roughly? Mm. Fourteen, damn it! All right, so it's so it's a little higher than I would normally pay. It's like twelve or fourteen somewhere in there. It feels like a bit much. Like I can get a pretty good barrel aged stout for the same price. Yeah, but I mean, it could have been less. It might have been like ten or twelve. I mean, I would like, no, no, if this no. were eight to ten. I don't remember. I'd be game. Hmm. I think it was like ten ninety nine. Actually, when I think about it, I don't remember. All right, well. It depends what you're gonna pay for stouts. You can get a really, a really good amount of decent stouts for less than that. So, yeah, but there's also ones that are way crummier that are that's more. True. That is true. I mean, I would call this um, like a solidly middle of the road, straightforward stout without adjuncts for a middle of the road price. So I would call it a better than average for a higher than average price. That's fair, I think. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, once again, this is Tioga or Tioga Sequoia Midnight Lightning. Uh, we're going to give you a rating on this right now, and then we're going to take another short break and come back to the danger zone where we are fully spoiler full of Thor Ragnarok. Man, we haven't talked about this movie at all, except for what would happen. Except our experiences in the movie. Yeah. Which is, you know, that's fair. Should we talk about the plot a little bit or should we just... Uh, personally, I think everybody, whether they've seen trailers or not, knows the plot of this movie. Yeah, that's fair. They're superhero, and then there's bad guys that threaten their existence, so the superheroes have to overcome their obstacles in a classic hero's journey circle. And Sorry. We can. I don't think we need to. Yeah, I mean, it was your Marvel circle. Yeah. it's it's circle. This movie's nothing different in that regard. Yeah, that's I think fair. it's fair to say. Yeah. So, no, I'm happy rating this beer and then coming back fully spoiler-free. Works for me. I just said that again, and I always think the phrasing on that's misleading spoiler free should mean free spoilers yeah free of spoilers so the first part of the show is spoiler free correct in the third part there's free spoilers yeah that's what i'm trying to say yeah so the danger zone we go willy-nilly yes if you've never seen thor ragnarok go see it come back listen to the danger zone we'll fill you in on all the stuff we liked and didn't like yeah and we're gonna talk about what we thought about the movie and all that fun stuff but until that comes we have to talk about this beer a little bit more. Max, now that you're slurping one final slurp, yep. swish it around in your mouth, get a good vibe. Uh, I'm going to talk about it and what I think of it. I think it's good. Um, you know, I've sat here and thought about it, and I'm going to sip it through the danger zone. Okay. But I enjoy it. It's a beer-flavored beer. And if you want to cut the BS and just have a stout-flavored stout, I would highly recommend this beer because it is an exemplary example of that style. Sure. You like that? Yeah, it was I good. Don't know if that was correct. <laughs> it was just like, it was double. Like, yeah, you know. it was a double positive. Yeah, so what do you give me out of 10? Uh, I'm going to give it, for just a regular old stout, I'm giving this bad boy an eight. Ooh. Yeah. I want to take credit in changing your mind a little bit on this. Yeah. Because you ended up with a higher rating than I gave it. <laughs> it would have been really easy to, to poop on it. Sure. You know, but I catch myself saying I'm kind of get tired of adjunct beers and sometimes I just mm-hmm. want a beer mm-hmm. flavored beer. Uh, and it's really hard for me to put aside my predisposition to prefer barrel aged stouts. So fair enough. Once I look at this objectively, 
solid. Okay. What do you think? Uh, I am with you for the most part. I think this is really good. I think, it, like I was saying, I think it knows what it wants to be. I really like the toasted aspects and the the bitter chocolate kind of tastes. And I I gotta like how strong it is for how weak it kind of tastes. <laughs> I feel like saying yeah, saying it tastes weak sounds sounds how bad, mellow it tastes. Maybe mellow. Yeah. How well it hides its alcohol. How well it just presents itself. Um, so I'm I'm actually going with the seven point three. Okay. And after you've said eight, that feels low, but um, it's a good beer. Mm-hmm. I would drink it again. My only, well, my biggest issue is the price point. Yeah. If, if it's above like 11 bucks, I think it's too much. Um, but this, what, you would, know, what would, just curious, what would you buy for 11 bucks or less in a 22 that's better than this? Ooh. Um, so straight up stouts. Um, let's see. Would you buy a six pack of Sierra Nevada stout? Just no. a regular old stout? No. But six packs are priced differently. That's kind of tough. That's like seven bucks in Chico for a six pack. Mm-hmm. So you're getting way more ounces. Totally. You know. Um, but 22 wise, is there one that jumps to mind? Let me think about it because I'm sure there are some that I'll come up with and I'll think about that on a break if that's cool with you. Do it. Cool. Also, uh, I want to watch those uh, post credit scenes because I didn't see either of them. You didn't stick around? Dude, it was so crowded. I had to get out of there. Noob. I had to get out of there and I have this thing called the internet. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Well, fair enough. We'll be right back with the danger zone. Stick around. You're not going to go anywhere. We talked about this on our last break. You don't know that. You should take us to break. I have messed that up. Too <laughs> All right. Bad. We're taking a break. Johnny, I have bad news. What is the bad news? All of my podcasts are gone. They're just gone from my phone. I'm out of podcasts. Well, you ate them? What happened? They're just gone. I don't know, man. I need something else to listen to. You have any ideas? Yeah, you should for sure listen to a book. What do you mean? This is like an audiobook. It's, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like reading, but you don't have to read. You can do stuff with your hands while you're doing it. Yeah, it's like getting read a story. Where can I get one of those? Um, you're going to want to go to Audible and check it out. I've heard of Audible. They have over 180,000 titles, don't they? That's correct, and it's available on any smartphone. And right now, for listeners of this podcast, we have a special promo with them. If you go to audibletrial.com slash FHC, you get a free 30-day trial and a risk-free download of any book you want. That's insane. Here's the thing, though. I, I'm sure I'll love it, but if I don't love it, can I keep my download? If you decide you don't want your Audible subscription, you can cancel anytime within 30 days and keep the free book. Well, that's crazy. I'm just going to go over to audibletrial.com slash FHC and get that download now. I highly recommend you do. And it is time. It is time for the danger zone. Welcome to the danger zone, everybody. I feel dangerous. Yeah, population. Us. Population. Two. Two. Plus two. And you. And you. If you weren't here... Earlier on, again, don't know how this works, but it kind of ties back into like my don't go anywhere thing. The logic isn't there, but I'm going to say yeah. it anyways. If you're just joining us, how did you get here? The Danger Zone is where we talk about the film. This time, this week is Thor Ragnarok, as if we've all just seen it coming out of the theater. We all know what's happening. We're not worried about spoiling. Was that your innards? Yeah, my throat just gurgled. <laughs> I don't know why. Yes. Sometimes your throat gurgles. Sometimes, yeah. So yeah, I don't know how, if you just joined us for this segment, mm-hmm. how you how did you get mm-hmm. here? Why did you come? Please email me and tell me how you got here. FHCcast. You've got com. way too much time on your hands. Yes. And if you're just now jumping in, Thor dies. Yeah, welcome. Man, I hope we ruin somebody's day. <laughs> Thor doesn't die, you mokes. You've all seen previews for Age of Ultron. Yeah, no. Or for, Avengers, yeah. uh, the Infinity, Infinity War. War. I don't know. Dude, there's so many damn Marvel movies. It's hard to keep them all in order. Um, So before we get too off track, I wanted to ask you the funniest part that you thought in the movie, the thing that made you laugh out loud the most. Okay, so there was, I mean, 
There's three things. This is a funny movie. This is a really funny movie. Exactly. Let's say that off the bat. That's why I'm going to talk about three things. Okay. Um, any scene that Jeff Goldblum was in was fucking hilarious. Yep. He is great in all of his purple eyeshadowed robe wearing glory. It's beautiful. He is a magnificent human. And like, I want to hang out with his character in this movie. Mm. Okay. So that's one. And two, I'm a huge Hulk fan. Huge Hulk fan. So any interaction that Hulk had between uh, him and Thor Mm -hmm. really, really amused me. Uh, greatly. And just that, to be clear, you're talking about the Hulk, not when he's Bruce Banner. Slash. Exactly. Okay. Hulk. Uh, well, you know, in the movie, he's stuck as Hulk for several years. So years, it's not yeah. even really given in the previews that Hulk ever regresses to Bruce Banner in True. this movie, which he does, mm-hmm. which is nice. And it's awkward for him because he's been stuck as Thor for two years. Nope. Hulk. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's been stuck as, <laughs> Danger zone. as Hulk. I don't know, man. It's getting late. Uh, anyways, so my third thing and probably my favorite part, funny, funniest part mm-hmm. that made me really chuckle, that really jumps to mind is when, uh, Bruce Banner <laughs> jumps out of oh, shit, that was funny. the spaceship <laughs> or whatever. Right, set, set the scene for okay, us. Okay. So there's a big battle happening. And at this point, like Thor's down on the bridge with a bunch of all the other main characters and they're fighting this undead army. Mm-hmm. Some typical Marvel shit's sure, happening. Yeah, yeah. And he's human yes and he's expressed already that he is concerned if he becomes the hulk he will not be able to become human again um but his friends are in trouble so he's on the ship and they're all fighting on the bifrost which is basically like imagine just a narrow bridge there's a huge battle happening and he's like i got this and he just jumps out of the, the spaceship you know probably a good 50 60 foot just drop which by the way the physics of the scene like i was like he's human he should be dead yeah but all right that's fine yeah it's thor Ragnarok. exactly they're um, fighting undead people on a bifrost yeah you give this movie some wiggle room. yeah i don't need the rules no this is marvel dude you just let it let it rip you know what were we just watching oh god it was stranger things mm-hmm. and i was like that's total bullshit but i'll allow it because this show is phenomenal i'm gonna go ahead and give it well because I do want to talk about Stranger Things. Yeah, too, there's going to be spoilers for that, too. Let's save it, and yeah. we'll give people like a window to skip if they want. Exactly. That's fine. So anyways, he jumps out, and he totally just splats like in a, a Tom and Jerry. He can't use the word splat. He doesn't actually like splatter. No, but he, like, it, he just smacks down. It's like when you accidentally run into a sliding glass door that's yeah. closed. <laughs> yep. It's kind of like that. Yep. Um, And it was one of those things where I was like, um, you know... That's not how how the Hulk works, but also it's hilarious. But I know that's not how the Hulk works because if something like that happens to the Hulk, he immediately becomes the Hulk. Yeah, he's just hit by hit by gravity. He's like, Arr! yeah. Well, Bruce Banner tried to kill himself, and the the bullet bounced off. What are you talking about? They covered this in one of the earlier Hulk movies. Okay, uh, I believe it was the first Avengers movie where Black Widow goes to collect him. You're right, and he's in that shack, and he talks about how he actually tried. To kill himself and it didn't but work. But like the Hulk took over. And was no, like, no, he immediately becomes the Hulk. Like if he has that elevated of an emotion. Crazy. Like he turned into the Hulk and he stopped the bullet. Wow. Yeah. So that's why I was like, that's not how the Hulk works. Mm. But also that's hilarious. I'll allow it. And then I left. Sweet. That was a really funny part. <laughs> yeah. That that was great. <clears throat> but there was so many little side characters yep. that just made me just giggle. And all the little kids in the theater giggle. Yeah, dude. So I was going to say, too, it was a really 
different experience seeing it on Saturday with a packed theater versus seeing it on a Tuesday morning. Yeah. Um, like with mostly old people. Yeah. Like none of the jokes that were landing like they did on Saturday hit this morning. It was really strange. Different crowd. But quite fascinating. Yeah. What was your favorite funniest moment? I've been dreading the past six minutes when you, you were going to ask me this because I don't, I you don't got know, man. Were you drunk on Tuesday I too? wasn't. Like there's so many parts and I think if I rehashed it and went through every every beat in my mind, I could think of the best parts. But Tom Hiddleston had some funny lines in this movie too. He's, I, I love him in these. I just yeah. like him as an actor. I mean, he's just so snappy. He's got that stereotypical British wit yes. that I really enjoy. So he had some funny lines. So the, the director, Taika Waititi, yes. who we talked about earlier, you and I did, but I don't know if we've said it on record. He played a character. He voiced a character called Korg. Yeah. And Korg um, was friggin' awesome. Yeah. Without going too much into Marvel's back history, he is just a rock dude. Yeah. He's made of rocks. Yes. And I am still not quite sure on accents, but he's either New Zealand hey, or, or Australian. Not sure. He's and kind of half British. Half Australians and New Zealanders New Zealand. That. Yeah. I don't know. But it was he, like a British Kiwi, which is what people from New Zealand call themselves. Is that right? Maybe he's a brick Kiwi. Right. He had some really funny lines. Um, he's very like, he like, he's a big intimidating guy. A la the thing in fantastic four, but he's like super friendly and affable and approachable. So he's, he's sort of the, um, there's a, there's a whole say like 45 minutes of this film takes place on this, on this, uh, planet called, uh, Sakaar. Yeah. And it's run by Jeff Goldblum's character. He's sort of a, a ringmaster of a Coliseum. Think like electric pimp, uh, ringleader, maybe Lord of the arena. Yeah, basically. He's he's like super uh he's super flamboyant. Uh feels very like drag queeny like we were saying. Totally. Um it was amazing. All yeah, of his- I loved it. So his character has some of he's I loved of all the performances, I think he did a really good job. Yeah. But how much of that it felt like a great job, but also it just felt like Jeff Goldblum. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really remember him for much except for like Independence Day and Jurassic Park. That's all I got too. But like he doesn't really have major parts in those. No. I guess Independence Day kind of, but and Jurassic Park. He gets eaten. That's important. Yeah, but he goes, it's like in the first 30 minutes. No, it wasn't. He lasted. Remember, they were in the Jeep and they were getting chased. That was at the end of the damn movie. Oh, is that right? Remember, he's like, must go faster, must go faster. And he gets eaten out of the porta potty. Yeah. No, the other guy got eaten out of the porta potty. Is that in the beginning? That was the lawyer that got Uh, eaten out of the porta potty. I haven't seen it for a while. Yeah. Come at me with your mess of inaccurate. What was the one thing you called me on? Who's the woman in Jurassic Park? Uh, you're like Meryl Streep. No, no, no. Yeah. Said, no, what's come on? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and you're like, that's not her. It, Wasn't that what it was? You no, you called me, uh, name women in Jurassic Park. Oh, I can't remember her name, but the main actress. Hey, you knew her name back then. Yeah. Well, because she was in something, wasn't she? Or no, you thought she was in something else? Yeah, or... this, this doesn't matter. I don't know where this is going either. I was just trying to, it was a callback for something. doesn't matter. This is a callback for something we can't remember. The point is, funniest parts in this movie to me were maybe some of Jeff Goldblum stuff, but definitely um, the character that the director voiced, Korg, so had some good. great parts. Like, um, He's not dead. There's this scene where... <laughs> where uh, um, <clears throat> His little sidekick? No. Oh, you're talking about something else? Yes, I am. Um where Thor is imprisoned in this coliseum. Okay. And he gets thrown in, and this rock guy's like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm Korg, and this is me, mate. Uh, it's all British, I guess. I can't do New Zealand, but mate, whatever. Yeah. And his, Thor's like, he's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I tried to start a revolution, but I didn't give enough pamphlets. It was me and my mom, and stepped out of hate him. <laughs> my mom's um, boyfriend. Yeah, very. Who I hate. Um, and Thor's like, I'm going to get us out of here. And he's like, that's what Doug used to say. Hey, Doug. Oh, Doug's dead. 
Yeah, Doug's not saying nothing. He's like, well, I'm going to get us out of here. I'm gonna, and that's what Doug you say. And then Thor goes into the, see you later, new Doug. <laughs> Bye, new Doug. <laughs> uh, a lot of his stuff is really funny to me. Yeah, super um, witty. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I'd say witty. I mean, witty and like a simple kind of on the nose wit. Sort of the opposite of, sort of the opposite of wit. I, I guess that wouldn't be wit. That'd be just like um, cheese ball humor. Yeah, maybe, I'll take that. Yeah. You know, just new du- boy, new Doug. Yeah. Boy, new Doug. That's hilarious. Um, it's doing the, you're doing the road warrior accent. Road warrior. It sounds like, um, yeah, like Mad Max road warrior, like Mel Gibson. You reminded me of like the people that were protecting the gas. Okay. Like when you did that accent. That's obscure for me. I Is haven't it? seen the original Mad Maxes, so what? I don't care. I don't like the new one that much. Well, yeah, it's fine. I don't care though. Okay, the new one was amazing. It was good. Like, yeah, the old ones were so good. Okay, dude, we have to watch those. Sure. Yeah, Mad- let's do it. Yeah, old Mel Gibson, dude. Before he went crazy and like was open Jews. about hating, yeah, Jews. he was always he a, was yeah. like a in the closet Jew right. hater back sure. then. Uh, I would like to do a Star Wars marathon before the Last Jedi comes out on Christmas. Can I just say? See, yeah, how sure. Fucking hard it's been. To not watch a, tra- a, pre- a trailer, a preview, or a soundbite, I almost left the theater because the trailer was just too loud. What do you do? Do you just plug your ears and close your eyes? Yeah, plug That's my ears, funny. close my eyes, yeah. put my hood over my head, and this one was so loud that I mm-hmm. was humming. Oh, wow. Yeah, so the person next to me got to hear, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why were you staggering? Mm-hmm. You, were humming, you were humming the theme of the Empire? Yeah. To blot out the theme of the probably it was the poetic empire. as shit, man. It was <laughs> like, like I don't want to hear it when they do it, but if I hear it, it's well, good. Well, no, because they're, they're dropping lines. Like That's I don't want to hear what they say, so I'm just humming a melody. What better than the Imperial March? That's true. I had a weird phenomenon where I got really jazzed about Star Wars today in the theater. Yeah? I never really gotten that excited about them. Like I remember seeing the Rogue One, even the movie. I was like, yeah, it's cool. Dude, never Rogue, loved Rogue Star One was Wars. Garbage though. No, it wasn't. It was a fine movie. Phantom Menace was garbage. No, Rogue One was garbage, but the newer one, the um, yep, mm-hmm. Force Awakens, yes. was killer. Did which one did we do? Rogue One, which was garbage. Force Awakens we, came before that. Yeah, yeah, and then Rogue One was just filler story. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so Force Awakens was dope, but Rogue One was just the one where like we couldn't get attached to any of the characters. They all die. Yeah, everyone dies. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, no, I don't care about any of you. Okay, you're all dead, and the movie's over. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. All that to say, you're stoked for Star Wars now? Yeah, I got really jazzed on it. That's exciting. Um, but we'll save I love that. Star Wars. We'll save that for another day. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, but I let's like let's do that. So Thor. So Thor. Let's talk about what we liked, what we didn't like. Okay. And then uh, move this baby right along. So what I did like, I really liked that this movie didn't take itself seriously mm-hmm. at all. And... It had a different tone than a lot of the Thor movies. Yeah. You know, I feel like the writing for Hemsworth's character was way more tongue in cheek. Sure. Uh, and a bit more upfront with just being silly. And the dialogue was a lot sillier. It felt lighthearted. And also, it's weird because this was like super lighthearted, but also so many people died. Yeah. Like, that, I mean, that's true. You yeah. know, it was a weird contrast in having this just like super lighthearted writing. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of death. But I like that about it, that it was just didn't take itself seriously. It was fun. It was a really fun movie. Um, and also, Chris Hemsworth looks real good with short hair. He does, right? Like, oh, mm-hmm. my goodness. I'm straight as an arrow, but I was like, God damn, son. They look good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of moms were like, oh, my. I was like, oh, my. He yeah. I, I was like, oh, my. I think everyone unanimously was just like, oh, my. 
and we got to see him shirtless for like 33 seconds. We also saw the Hulk naked. Yeah. No, uh, there no was, front Hulk, but back, back Hulk. Uh, Thor got to see front Hulk. He did. And he was like, oh, that's in my mind now. Yeah. Which was great. <clears throat> so I really liked... Um, <laughs> How do I just realized what I liked went from lighthearted writing to Hulk's day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Just own it, man. Right there. <laughs> All right. What did you like? Well, I like what you're saying, too. I think the tone was really good. I think it didn't take itself seriously, which works well because what Thor has become as a character over the course of the Avenger films has been sort of a lighthearted, jokey, suave kind of dude. Yeah, which is nice because they're um, all so serious. A little bit. I mean, like, are they, though? In their universe. Do you mean the movies or the characters? No, the characters. Okay. They're written somewhat... Like mm-hmm. you can't see Captain America pulling off the no. lines that he pulls. No. Um, so I did like that the movie kind of matched that. You had a lot of the Guardians of the Galaxy kind of like neon color scheme and like the la- there's a laser blast scene with uh Thor and Loki and like all those like lasers flying. Uh, it was kind of very Star Wars, but also very modern and neon and fun. Some of the soundtrack was a bit eighties too. It was. Like a little bit synthy. Yeah. You know? Yep. Which it I was, liked. Yep. And even the movie logo, when you mm-hmm. think about it. Yep. Yeah, it was cool. interesting. Um, I also, like I said, love Jeff Goldblum's performance. I thought he was great and just owned it. Um, where the movie struggled for me was everywhere that was the end. Like a lot of it felt fresh and new, especially Uh on Sakaar, especially in the beginning. Yeah. Um, meeting new people, but then you get to the end and there's like sort of a generic boss battle sequence. At the end you're like, oh yeah, this is a Marvel movie. Yeah. And not that the rest of the movie had weight to it, like a moral consequential weight, but it did feel different. And at the end, I was like, all right, well, I know nothing's going to happen to um, everybody that I know. Nothing Like Thor's going to be fine. Loki's going to be fine. The characters we've met are going to be fine. Yeah. With the exception of a couple, which I also thought they telegraphed pretty well. Yeah. Um, the only curveball I would say to that would be Thor's eye. Which I didn't see coming. Does it matter though? Like, no, it doesn't does it affect matter. him. Is it going to affect him at all? No, but it just makes his character more endearing. Like he lost an eye in battle. Like it's good to see your main characters get dinged up a little. I guess. But I, I also see what you're saying. I just like, think it won't affect him. Like if it were somewhere he, uh, same thing with like losing his hammer. We're supposed to be like, whoa. Yeah. Doesn't. But then like later on, his dad basically is like, your hammer doesn't matter. You don't need your hammer. Yeah. And it's like, oh, cool. He can still be even more badass without his hammer. Yeah. Like there were never any significant setbacks for any of the characters that we were rooting for. So it's like, okay, well, that's they're going to win and that's cool. And I love it because at the end of the day, it's an entertainment comic movie. So that's, yeah. that's great. And I agree with you. It kind of felt like, um, maybe in at the beginning, in the middle that, you know, well, you saw Thor get made vulnerable, you know, when he gets captured and taken to Sakaar. But was he? Like he busted out of his chain. Yes, he was like electrocuted, but like he was never in any real danger. Yeah. And I'm torn because I don't know that if I don't know that I want real danger in this. Like I'm happy to go. I don't know. It would have been nice. Fun. It would have been nice to see like Hulk when they fought, give him a bloody nose or something. Like show like some damage. You know. Yeah, I think I mean on even a bigger scale. Yeah. Like when Infinity War comes around, I'm gonna need if I. They're gonna need to kill someone off. Is what you're I, was, I was gonna say that, but now I'm like, well. It's not what they've been doing. It's not what they're about. Like, probably yeah. Thanos will just get murdered and then they'll win and everybody's going to be fine. It can't be that, though. It shouldn't be that. You know, that's why I like the Hulk storyline so much. Because in the comic books, the Hulk kills. He destroys people. He rips Spider-Man mm-hmm. in half, mm-hmm. you know? Let's let's bring this around to Stranger Things. Um, okay. Do you want to talk about Stranger Things at all? 
or no? I always want to talk about Stranger Things, and I don't care if we go along. Okay, listeners, we are going to take two minutes to talk about Stranger Things. And after two minutes, you can jump forward and we'll be fine. But skip forward eight times if you're listening on iTunes starting now. This is the most abrupt segue ever. No, I'm, I'm tying it together. So same with Stranger Things. The reason I didn't like the second season is because nothing felt consequential. There's a scene in the last episode, or the second to last, I can't remember. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Obviously. Right. When Dustin is facing off with Dart, mm-hmm. right? And it's supposed to be this very tense moment because he's like, oh my God, is Dart going to eat him? Mm-hmm. But as an audience member, like, no, oh, Dustin's going to be fine. When he gives him the candy bar? Yeah. And you're yeah. like, you're not going to kill off Dustin. You're not going to kill off anybody. I know you're going to kill off Bob. Bob's a kill off kind of kid. Bob and Barb, they're like, they're going to die. You can't kill off Barb. Barb is dead. You tripping. I think you're thinking of... Uh, De- no, Deb's dead. Barb's no, alive. No, no, Barb's Deb's dead. the redhead friend. You're tripping. No, that's Barb. I promise you. 100%. Well, what's his sister's name? I don't know. It's uh, it's Bev, maybe. I'm not sure. Let's go over this in a minute, though. I'm pretty sure you're wrong. No, I'm positive Barb is dead. I thought it was Deb. Nope. Man. It's Barb. The ginger died. Anyways. Yes. Um. So, like, that happened. I was never worried about anybody. It's the same kind of stuff in this, in this movie. Like... Let me, let me, like, I don't mean to be, like, too Game of Thronesy, but, like, you kill somebody. Make me think that there are actual stakes. Yeah. It's more for Stranger Things. Like, I'm saying for the Marvel stuff, I'm like, it's fine. Be, no, be I, a comic movie. I agree. And I liked Stranger Things season two because nothing about it was threatening. It was really just palpable. I mean, or palatable, I should say. It Is was that just, what you want, though? Do you just want something that's, like, like... No, not necessarily. Like, I'm agreeing with you. I would have liked to have seen more consequential situations Mm -hmm. what it just felt easy to digest it didn't feel like i wasn't stressed out watching stranger things i'm also mad that they didn't really tie in um the other psychic girl that was like l's friend like i thought they were gonna drop it fuck that standalone episode yeah it was so random fuck it you didn't need it at all no wait which one are you talking about quickly the standalone episode of stranger things season two i think it was episode seven I don't know. Oh, I totally know. When L yep, goes no, off I know, on yeah, her yeah, own. Yeah, I got you. Okay, no more spoilers for Stranger Things. I know what you mean. I totally agree. <sighs> you got me all worked up and you only gave me two minutes, you cocksucker. Yeah. Okay. But that's the point I'm trying to make with you Stranger Things. Put the yeah, clock sure. down now, man. You're stressing me out. Um, well, there's no like no real consequence to this film. And if, if you gave it some weight, I think I would have attached more. So Yeah. I think you won't get that until Marvel stops targeting a very young audience. Maybe. You or know? until Marvel wants to relinquish this saga. Like, all right, we're coming to the end. So here's here's where everything ends up. Yeah, but then, I mean, you have to stay somewhat true to the comics. So you can't. Do you, though? Because we just said Hulk destroys Spider-Man. Like, you don't, they don't give a shit about yeah, the comics. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they did stay true to the comics in Hulk's storyline, mm-hmm. but then there's all everyone else's storyline. Because, you know, you've got the Hulk comics and then you've got the Spider-Man comics mm-hmm. where that never right, happens sure. to Spider-Man. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's just all these different storylines that they have to kind of pick and choose where they intersect. Um, and you, it gives you limitless options for writing, but it's also hard to say whose storyline you're going to follow specifically. But I agree. More consequence would be nice. I mean, <clears throat> who wouldn't love to see like an R-rated Avenger movie where people Ooh, actually did die? That's interesting because... Part of me, there's a the first scene right where Thor is in chains and he faces off with, um, yeah, the big red demon, whatever dude. his name is, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, they did sort of like the very first scene. I thought it was gonna be like a Deadpool, like fourth wall shattering. Like you yeah. might be asking yourself, how did Thor, God of Thunder, get captured? And but it kind of was. 
It was, but then he was like, oh, he's talking to the skeleton. It's fine. Yeah. But I, I was worried the first couple minutes of the movie because I thought it was going to be too Deadpool-y. Yeah. And like I've already gotten my Deadpool-iness from Logan. I was like, yeah, okay, we get it. It's gruesome. It's whatever. Um, Are you shitting on Logan because the movie was so good? No, I loved it. It worked, but I didn't want to see another kind of- That's fair. More, not so much the Logan aspect, but the Deadpool aspect. I was like, all right, I get it. Like, I'll wait till Deadpool and then Thor keep doing the Thor thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so then like when he's spinning around on the chain, it's like, oh, wait, let me I'll come back around. Just wait. Yeah. That was an immediate indicator of the silliness of this movie. Yes. But I was worried about it initially because I wasn't sure exactly how it was going to play. It played out well. I yeah. Think. It wasn't too campy or anything. It I was, could see that. It's good. You're like, where are you going with this? Yeah. Concernicus. But I liked it. Overall, I really liked this movie. I, I would highly recommend it to Marvel. It's it's up there with my favorite Marvel movies out of the, whatever, 17 or 37. I can't remember yeah. how I said it. All 29 million. Thousand. Yeah. 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 It's an infinite universe. It was good. Um, no, it was really good. It was quite enjoyable. It was fluffy. Yeah. What do you give it out of 10? Hmm. <sighs> Are we just see? This is the the test. Mm-hmm. Like, do I do it against all movies I've ever seen? Or I don't know Marvel how you movie? do your thing, man. I don't know either, man. I I, I just do. I, I got my way of doing it. I don't even think I know how I do my thing. It's confusing even to me. Okay. I don't know. Um, I haven't even thought about this up to this point either. Perfect. It's kind of dumb. I probably should. Yep. Um, like every week. <laughs> no, every week we just do all this stuff just on the fly. Right. You know, if we were somewhat prepared, this would be a completely different podcast. I don't think it would be better. I just think it'd be different. Oh, I was prepared. That's were why you? I had Thor in September. Oh, yeah. You were ready. You had this movie rated before you even saw it. Basically. And then did you rate it the first time and then the second time? No. That would have been fun. You gave it like a 2.7 the first time. Probably even like a 10. Because fuck Crown Apple. Huh. Yeah. Crown Apple's great, man. Uh, I'm going to give this movie, uh, I'm going to say 8.2. Okay. I enjoyed it more than a lot of the Marvel movies that I've seen. Why? Uh, Because it was more direct in its storytelling. Like the Avengers movies, they're great, but to me they kind of get all over the place with like 17 different plots going on that all kind of lead to one plot. Mm -hmm. I like this movie. I like the standalone movies a little bit more because – they're just more straightforward. They're direct. They're easier to follow, mm-hmm. which makes them feel more easy to digest. They're just fluff. You know, it's it's just there. And here, be entertained by this. And I really like that aspect of it because I don't want an Avengers comic book superhero movie where there's like raccoons and trees shooting people to like make me think about what's going on. You know, it should just be entertainment. I All feel right. like this yeah. really hits the entertainment aspect home. And I think it was maybe the funniest too. Yeah, it's up there, man. It's and I really appreciate comedy in any movie more than Deadpool. Funnier than Deadpool, I would know absolutely not. But Deadpool's different. It is different. You know, it's just a different animal. It's like the first R-rated superhero Mm. movie, besides the Punisher. Oh yeah, (coughs) Uh, I forgot about the Punisher. The very first Punisher movie uh, with John Travolta as the villain. Uh, if you go back and watch it, it was one of the very first Marvel movies that came out, and it was amazing. There's a weird like few years there where Marvel could, was trying to like find its beat, kind of. They were trying to find their lane. Wasn't Spawn a Marvel movie? No. Okay. Spawn was DC. Damn it. It's DC Comics. Okay. It's, okay, it's a comic book movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're in the ballpark. Right. You're playing the same sport. Uh, but yeah, no, Deadpool is just its own beast, you know? Um, but as far as the non-R-rated, just fluffy Marvel mm-hmm. universe, honestly, like... 
I might be in the minority, but I really like the two Spider-Man movies, the newest ones, like the the two newest ones. Well, no, the no the two because you have Homecoming, the newest. Yeah, that one was fantastic. Yo, you mean the Andrew Garfield? Yeah, I really liked both of those. Oh, and I like I said, I think I'm in the minority there. <laughs> yeah, I think so because too. I really enjoyed those. I liked Andrew Garfield a lot. I All just right. like him as an actor, but um. No, I like this one. I think it's up there was with the funniest. I would say it's as funny as Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I think it was funnier than that. Yeah. Well, I really like Guardians of the Galaxy. Though. The reason I think it's funnier is because you get to know Thor yeah. over the past however many movies like you've seen him. So now you're more attached. That's very true. And Guardians, you have the two movies. And we cannot neglect to talk about the 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 Death Lady. Yeah, I guess we should touch on her, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Don't be weird. Phrasing. <laughs> because you're saying what I'm thinking. Uh what yes go dude Kate blanchett super hot oh no she uh actually scared me so i'm not into that super hot as the villainous uh is that the right terminology we're gonna go with the villainous you could say villain if you want villain i don't know i feel like she deserves her own pronoun okay the generation we're living in i suppose is it like you're spiraling yeah go not spiraling yeah villainous just sounds more fun villainous 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 sure Kid Blanchett is a vanilla vanilla Nessus? I think that she actually did a really good job. No, I dug her as this character, and I'm hoping she comes back to life. I hope she doesn't. Well, obviously she scared you. Like she did, I think she did a great job, and it was good for this chapter, but... I really, I liked her character a lot. I liked, like, the little bit of unveiling of the the backstory of how Odin uh, compiled all of his wealth and all that stuff. Yep. I thought that was kind of cool. Like, yeah, that was interesting. She was like the black sheep of the family that mm-hmm. basically she wanted to kill everything. And once Odin couldn't control her urges, he banished her pretty yeah, much, pretty much and covered up her history, which was kind of lame. I mean, that sucks, but, uh, yeah, it was weird. Did you notice in the movie that she had the hammer before Thor did? No. Yeah. And one of like the paintings on the ceiling that like, you saw her riding on a horse with Odin. She had the hammer? She had the hammer. Interesting. Yeah. I did not catch that. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Like, she was his weapon, and she actually right. wielded the hammer before Thor had it, and that's how she kind of smushed it, I right. think. Right, that's like, a trip. She wasn't impressed or intimidated no, by No, she's the like, hammer. I, this is my hammer. My hammer, homie. <laughs> I've been wielding this hammer since before your sexy ass was born. Right. One more thing I wanted to ask about was the Doctor Strange cameo. Okay. How did you feel about it? Ah, uh, It was... Really brief, mm-hmm. and I feel like you would have had to have really like paid attention to the Doctor Strange movie to get what was happening. Did you not? No, I did. Okay, but like I mean, we covered that movie pretty thoroughly on the oh, show. Yeah. yeah, we did. <laughs> I'm glad one of us remembers. No, I remember doing it. Yeah, and I love that movie, and I love um, Benedict Cumberbatch mm-hmm. as an actor. I have for a long time. Um, I liked it, but I think if you didn't see that movie, you probably wouldn't like it. Yeah. Like if you didn't. Yeah, that makes sense. If you didn't know what Doctor Strange was all about or what the hell, like as soon as that circle opened up, I'm like, sweet, here comes Benedict. Yeah, right. And I, chatty people behind me were like, what is that? Right. Yeah. And then as soon as he showed up, they were like, Doctor Strange. I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's they, so I know that. <laughs> They're so cute. I want to hang out with them. Yeah. I don't know, man. They're, I don't, I could go without ever seeing them again in my life. Well, that's a little rough. They were fine. Jeez. They're probably dead now. Um, this is very top secret. Only our Patreon people will know this, but we have something to do. So we're going to end this episode. Is there anything else you want to cover? You know, probably I could go on and on and yeah. on, but 
I think we're there, man. Sweet. Well, in that case, we wanted to do a special thing and thank all of our current patrons. If you guys would like to join us on Patreon and support the show. That's an uh, extra special club. You can totally do that for as little as a dollar per episode. But in the meantime, we'd like to thank John Wallen, Brandon Duran, Jared Schmidt, Trevor Maturo, Sean Aarons, Jameson Parker, Julia Flynn, Eric Michaels, Nick Land, Shayna Frazier, Raleigh Munn, Miyagi Pocock, Nathan Tipton, Kyle Williams, Jen Schuler, Austin Smith, and Austin Neiman. And it's Shauna Frazier. What did I say? Shanna. I said Shanna? Yeah. That doesn't sound right. I'm not Irish. I know. Either way, thank each and every single one of you for helping make this show happen. We appreciate the crap out of you guys. Seriously, you guys are the poo. Uh, once you see Thor Ragnarok, please let us know what you think of it. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or email us at fhccast at gmail.com. In the meantime... <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? In the meantime... In the meantime hey, guys. I'm yeah. Johnny Summers. I'm Max Minardi. And we're done. This is Fresh Hop Cinema.